Welcome back to Multiversatile Sports. I'm Jordan. And I'm Quentin. This week we're delving into the world of sports entertainment and WWE's Royal Rumble. Uh, do we just want to share our, our opinions real quick of overall how we felt? But I was excited when I started watching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was not excited after I was done watching. <laughs> that's that's my two cents. You know, I'll admit that I haven't watched wrestling content in a while. So I was, you know, I was excited to. Hey, it's on. You know, it's on a streaming service. It's technically free. I mean, with the streaming service, but. I don't have to pay $60 to watch it. I was like, okay, I'll go into this pretty excited. Um, WWD, they're doing the same stuff they've been doing for a while now, and it's it's severely disappointing. And um, I don't know about how other promotions are doing because I haven't been able to watch them, but I'm sure it's better than what we saw this past Saturday. And for more context, like me personally, I've I've been the only one in our friend group that's been following at least WWE for the past, well, since the pandemic, really, mm-hmm. since the pandemic started. Jordan, he stopped watching it. He basically he basically couldn't do it no more, which rightfully so. Like I feel him on that. Yeah, and even I around uh, when they ruined the fiend, the last good thing yeah. they had. <laughs> And even I had to take a break. The only reason I came back was for Roman Reigns because they finally they had finally him pull that trigger. Yeah, yeah. And it's still, I would say, the character's still good, but on the trajectory they're going, um, it's just going to keep going downhill, which we'll get into. And you know, since we're talking about Roman Reigns, we can go right into the first match of the night, which was the Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins. For the Universal Championship. I should have known that with this match being the first match that they was about to be on Shenanigans with this event. Because, like, I thought this was about to be the main event or at least the co-main event. Yeah. Behind yeah, the, I'm one of the Royal Wumble matches, but no, nah, it was the first match. Mm-hmm. That was a red flag. I, w- I but, figured maybe one of the championship matches, because there was three. Um, yeah, I figured there'd be like one of the three would start. Um, you know, it's it, it has been um, Brock a few times, so maybe they were gonna go with the women's, but no, they started with this one, and it started off fine. You know, it's pretty it's pretty high paced to start. You know, Rollins was freaking mm-hmm. destroying Roman, pretty pretty well. Yeah. Well, before we even get to the match itself, Steph yeah. Rollins mm-hmm. was on troll mode. He came yeah. out. The old shield theme and entrance and gear because storyline wise, he got into Woman Reign's head about like him breaking up the shield. Yeah, all those years ago, and obviously Woman on the previous episode of SmackDown still felt some type of way about that. Oh yeah, he's still very upset that Rollins, you know, betrayed betrayed the trust they had built up with Shield, and he was. He's really saying, hey, I I broke this up, and not only that, but you can't beat me, and I'm going to be in your head right from the beginning. Exactly. And surprisingly, Steph Rollins, he had control of the match, like almost the majority of the match and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, 
and it was it was a solid match. I think it was like one of the best matches on the card, which is no surprise because these two in the ring together they always have good chemistry and stuff and have great spots. But what what kind of messed it up was WWE going up full into WWE mode? Exactly. So basically, fast forward to the end. Roman Reigns he he puts in the guillotine on our uh, stuff when he could have get done with either the spit the spear or the Superman punch, mm-hmm. and Steph Rollins was able to get to the rope. So that's supposed to be a rope break. The ref starts calling to five. Roman Reigns keeps holding on to it all the way to five. Steph Rollins wins by DQ. Yeah. Hooray. <laughs> now, it, would, it wouldn't be a problem if we haven't seen this type of finish so many times in the last year on WWE television. That's and not the only... only that, you know, uh, shout out to, you know, uh, ups and downs. Uh, uh, they literally have a counter for this. They have a counter for how many times WWE ends these types of matches. And oh, yeah. That, that became a thing. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. So, like, and it's, it's I don't know what it's at because I, I literally have cut myself off from all WWE-related content. But when I last was watching, and this was, like, months ago, it was, like, a year ago, actually, within the first month, they were already over 100. That's That's not good. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's from their, you know, daily, or not daily, but, like, twice a week, and uh, other events, and it's just crazy to think that in so little time, they're doing these sorts of finishes over and over and over. Yeah, it's it's something, like, Jordan and I have expected WWE to do now, like, it, we've grown immune to it. So, like, it's no surprise that it finished this way. I did like, however, like, what saved this match for me is, like, after the match, how Woman Reigns started beating the heck out of Steph Rollins with a chair, a la how Steph Rollins beat Woman and John Moxley with the chair years ago. Mm -hmm. So, that that was a nice storyline finish for that. Now, we're going to come back to this storyline later. Right. I I said that... uh... I feel like they just they they killed it like not in a good way like it's literally dead now and that's because of obvious reasons which we'll get into yeah uh, later but the second match was the women's warrior woman match mm-hmm. um I got the eliminations up if we want to go through some eliminations but I don't the, I didn't write them down so if you go into them I'll just see it's on just Wikipedia like I'm just on Wikipedia you. But um, the first entrant was Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. And then the second surprise, and this was the first surprise entrance in the Royal Rumble that evening, was Melina. Now, as somebody who grew up watching, you know, the mid-2000s and stuff, it was it was nice to see Melina back mm-hmm. again with her full entrance and stuff and, and, the, and the iconic splits. Right. But here's where we get to one of the first critiques, I guess you could say, or minor gripes, whatever you want to call it, about 
since both of the Warrior Woman matches, but this one in particular, a lot of the legends that they brought back into this women's match, a good amount of them did not stay in that match very long. Yep, I like I, they were severely underused and they were eliminated quickly or unceremoniously. Exactly. Like I can see uh Ivory who came back, who was nice nice to see Ivory back. I could see her I'm fine with her being like a twenty five second elimination. Right. Yeah. You know, because that that fixed with her character. But, but with, like uh Molina, she was eliminated uh as fit- soon as the third person came out. Wasn't she? Before, I think, or almost before. Okay. But yeah. I, oh, on yeah, the time right. it was right before the third entrance come out. So because the time I got from Melina on here is fifty three seconds. That's yeah. too short for for someone as Melina because she she's go back and watch the foot. She was she was a good wrestler during mm-hmm. that time during, during the Divas era of mm-hmm. WWE. And when you compare that to Michelle McCool, who got twenty minutes mm-hmm. in the match, like it should be at least somewhere like around ten or so minutes. Should have been at least till like four or more competitors came out, not even before one came out. Yeah, and then you and then you had her against Sasha. Like that's that's a dream match mm-hmm. if you think about it. And like you could have gave them a little bit of time nope. to showcase their stuff, and then maybe build. Between like a potential match at WrestleMania between the two, because keep in mind WrestleMania. I don't know if you know this, Jordan, but WrestleMania. It looks like from future WrestleManias, it's going to be two nights. Like that's going to be yeah. a, a permanent yeah. thing now. Because they've been doing that for what two years now, maybe three. Um, since this... 2020, I think. Okay, so yeah, this is going to be the third year. Yep. So that'll be a perfect like match to have on one of the nights. But no, you says unsash morally eliminate Molina. Then after that, yeah. you got Tamina. Um, and since while we on Sasha Banks, Sasha Banks enter first. I had a feeling that she would at least be like the final four, along with like Bianca mm-hmm. and obviously Charlotte, which we about to get into Charlotte. Mm-hmm. But no, like she gets eliminated by Queen Zelina, which I like Queen Zelina, but yeah, she gets. We're fine with that, but nine minutes and forty-four seconds for Sasha. Like she don't even get to like deep into the match and stuff. You know, like that's that's unacceptable. I think that's just more. You know, it's uh, Sasha. You know, being on really the in and out of WWE for a while now, just getting underused, being upset by being underused, getting used okay, and then it's just a repeating cycle. Yeah. Like, like, just final thoughts on Sasha Banks. I hope she wins it next year because, like, she she's one of the four horsewomen who deserves a Royal Rumble victory mm-hmm. and a WrestleMania victory because she has yet to win at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's that's true. But moving on, you know, I, I guess I could just go through the list briefly. We got Tamina, whatever. Yeah, it was Kel- getting towards the middle. It was getting. It was getting way full. Not, not really a lot of eliminations there in the middle. It was surprisingly clean, though, which is nice. Yeah. At, yeah, at least I, for a while. Yeah, at least for a while. Well, we're going to get to that. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got something to say about that. But, you know, we get, you know, the usual suspects. We get uh, Kelly Kelly, Aaliyah, mm-hmm. Liv. 
Michelle McCool, like I said. Now, here's the big thing, another big thing I want to talk about in the Warrior Woman match. Sonya Deville and Naomi. Mm-hmm. I, Jordan, when I tell you I have no idea why Sonya Deville got beef with Naomi, I, I, I do not. This rivalry has been going on for five months, and I don't know why. Why this you don't rivalry? Know what is going on? That's because the women's division is—it's bland. It's there's nothing really actually going on. Exactly, though. But they—they continued that rivalry storyline-wise in one more. They had Cameron come back and enter the White mm-hmm. Wombo. And Sonya Deville end up eliminating her because, oh, by association with Naomi, I got gotta beat up Naomi's friends because <laughs> I lost on SmackDown the other night to Naomi's go. And then after Cameron got eliminated, Naomi went in there and then eventually eliminated Sonya Deville. But mm-hmm. that was not the end <laughs> because no. Naomi. <laughs> oh wait a minute. Or did Naomi eliminate Sonya Deville? Uh, to be fair, I at this point in the match, I wasn't paying too much attention <laughs> just because, yeah, just... yes, yeah, she got on that. My bad, but um, Naomi she eventually gets eliminated by Sonya Deville, who grabbed her <laughs> and pulled her out the ring. So, we're gonna have that rivalry, and Which, that was the match that should be illegal, but you know, whatever. <laughs> Referees ain't doing their job. They ain't escorting people backstage right away and stuff. It's just letting people free roam the I ring. Can't wait to talk about more referees not doing their job. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a little while. Uh, but another, uh, after that, we got Carmella coming out, whatever. Mm-hmm. Red Ripley came out. Charlotte Flair, who had no business being in this match. But like you yeah. said, this this division is so dry right now, and it's a lot of WWE management's doing. Is I don't blame the woman in this division. I blame the management. No, no, yeah, I'd never blame the talent. I always blame the people who are in charge of the talent. Exactly, because when you have people like Tony Storm, who's a former NXT UK Women's Champion, leave recently, you have people. So it's just a whole list of names of people who are actually like women women wrestlers who are actually great wrestlers who were never given a chance on the main roster. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But whatever. We got to put Charlotte Flair and everything because that will make everything better. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, The next big entrance was Mickey James with the Impact Wrestling Championship, because he's the current champion over there right now. That was mm-hmm. dope to see. Um, I kind of wanted her in the Final Four. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, that, uh, it would have been nice for that to happen. But we we, we knew uh, once, well, we knew rumors of a particular someone coming back. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't know that particular someone was going to be in the match, but right. Uh, the next big entrance was the Bella Twins. Yay! <laughs> 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 
number 20. Oh, the other one, Sarah Logan. That was cool to see her back. Like, mm-hmm. I that. But um, Lita came back. Lita came back, which we already know because they announced it ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and got eliminated by Charlotte eventually in the match. Because why not? Then at number 28. Number 28. Rowdy, Ronda, Rousey. Yeah. We, when I we saw knew her, she was winning as soon as she came out. As soon as she came out, I told my dad, because I was watching with my dad, I told him, like, but, yeah, she's winning. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how we felt, like, knowing the rumors going into this match that she might be back, it was a thought that if she's in the match, she's going to win, regardless. Yeah. Because that's 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 what they want to do. They want they know she's gonna sell tickets. Apparently. I don't I mean, as a super casual person, I don't see the appeal in that. It it don't matter because like at the end they she's mainstream enough yeah. to sell those tickets even for casual fans because like she like she's the first ever a successful woman in the UFC and right. stuff. Like, so like, no matter how you feel about her in or out of the ring and stuff like that, you you got to give her props where it's due, where right. how she set the tone, you know. Mm-hmm. But this is such a common theme of WWE relying so heavily on, you know, mainstream talent or such, you know, part timers or you know. So it's whatever the case, you know. Especially around WrestleMania time. Yeah. But, like, you know. Yeah. At number it, 30. Then, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, it wasn't number 29. Uh, uh, the other MMA. Santa Blazer was number 30. And oh, 29 okay. was Sachi. So, like, yeah, the final four. So let's fast forward to the final four. The final four was Ronda Rousey, what a surprise. Mm-hmm. Charlotte, what a surprise. Mm-hmm. Bianca Belair, yay. That was actually I, nice, but I already know. Yeah. And uh Shayna Blazer mm-hmm. was made sad because Ronda. Mm-hmm. Now I got a few things to say about the final four before we get to the actual end of this match and move on. Um my most realistic prediction was Bianca Belair winning it again and being the first woman to back-to-back uh, Warrior Wumble victories. Mm-hmm. Because that would have made sense and you could have had Bianca versus Becky at WrestleMania and have Bianca win it back in good fashion. Right. Which would have, you know, helped ease the minds of people who still upset about that SummerSlam match. Yeah. But no, we can't have that because <laughs> I already do. <laughs> yeah. And then the second thing that I thought of was that, like, we've never seen Shayna Blazer and Ronda Rousey in the same ring. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, yeah, they teamed up a little bit in the match, but what would have been cool is that they actually fought. Right. Because, like, I think you know this, but like I'm, I'm a low key fan of Shayna Blazer. Oh, I love Shayna Blazer. Great technical wrestler. 
Yeah, because like in her time at NXT, she was a legit threat. I actually believe she can whoop anybody's ass if mm-hmm. standing across from her in the wing. And she put on great matches. She knows how to sell the moves that she's doing and the moves that's done to her. Mm-hmm. Like there was a match where like she popped her own shoulder in using the the ring post. Yeah. I remember that. So, like, with that being said, it makes no sense why she isn't a bigger star right now than what she is. Instead of just like a, I don't even know what to call her right now, a mid-carder at best? Right. Like, she's... NXT talent comes to the main roster and then immediately dies, practically. Yeah, a good amount of them. Or at least the black and gold NXT, because, you know, mm-hmm. NXT 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that would have been cool to see, but we get neither of those things, because Shayna Blazer and Bianca Belair both went over the top both together. I think, like, people were saying that that was potentially botched. I'm sure Be- it was. Yeah, because I think Shayna was supposed to hold on, but something went wrong, and they both just went crashing down. Well, did and that matter in the end anyways? It's not like Shayna was going to win. It might have mattered, because like I said, the relationship between Shayna and Wanda, like, they would be too stupid to not capitalize on that relationship and them having that MMA background. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like she was supposed to be the final, one of the final three. Maybe. And then have a little standoff. Yeah. And yeah, and maybe even toss out Charlotte Flair for all we know. Like I don't know, but the final two, Rana versus Charlotte, they have to stare down. You know, the the regular Royal Rumble final two stare down, and then mm-hmm. instead of giving us a minute or so of good back and forth, we got Charlotte going for the same boot that we've seen her use like five times in the match to eliminate <laughs> opponents. Wanda dodges it, and all she has to do is pick her up and throw her out the ring. And yeah. Charlotte just looked disgusted. Like, it what the heck? So, it was so clunky. It was the most oh. anticlimactic finish to any of the Warrior Wombo matches that I've so, seen. So personally. far. So- <laughs> There's one coming up that was pretty anticlimactic, too. I don't know. Like, this. When you consider the two that was in the ring, though, like, yeah. I don't know. This, it, but whatever. My final thoughts on the match, though, it was, it was a, it was entertaining to watch despite all the negatives that we have, that I have with it. Mm-hmm. Um, once Wanda came out, it was predictable she was going to win. Yeah. And, and also, like, before I turn over to you to give your thoughts on it. Why I don't I don't really I'm not convinced right now that Wanda wants to be here. Yeah, I I, I kind of felt the same about it, which is fine. Like, if she doesn't want to be, but she just don't be here. Exactly. Um, like how? Yeah. The just it was. It was predictable, and it's unfortunate. And like you said, we don't know. There wasn't like a, you know how after 
well, I guess after both Royal Rumbles, there's this big, like, hurrah, like, hey, I won, I'm going to WrestleMania. They take, like, five minutes to go to commercial. Mm-hmm. It was really in and out in, like, two minutes, it felt like, as soon as they ended that match. And it seemed like Ronda was really, like, for, like, wasn't genuinely excited. And, like, I think it's safe that we're saying this, like, in terms of, like, like her reaction to, like, being back and stuff. I think we're saying this comparing to her first one in WWE. Because, obviously, you know, this was her dream to be in WWE. Mm-hmm. You know, she was, obviously, she was decided to be a part of WWE when she debuted at the Warrior Rumble and wrestled at WrestleMania in that mixed tag match. You know, like, you could tell she wanted to be there and was actually enjoying herself at times. But, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if she still got the bad taste in her mouth from, like, what happened her last run and how it kind of, you know, the the fans turned on her, so mm-hmm. to speak. But it's, it's like, whatever. Like, let's give us Charlotte versus Ronda. That's another thing, too. That's the match we're getting at WrestleMania. Is that already confirmed? It's uh, it's basically confirmed. Like, we could talk about it more after we're done with all the matches. Yeah. Before we wrap up the show, but yeah. <sighs> and unfortunate, but had it's what happened. Is yeah, like it's there's no there's no point in getting mad anymore about this stuff or up, highly upset. It's it's just whatever, whatever it is. Watch what it, it is. and try and be entertained <laughs> and, and make jokes as just joke as about it. it basically, yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> all you can do is you know you can not saying we're better or could do better, but just laugh and I guess that's a part of the entertainment. I'm 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 protecting my mental. That's all I'm about to say about that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> on to the next match, huh? The third match was Becky versus Dewdrop. Um, I ain't got much to say about this match. No, um, me neither. You know, it was pretty quick. Dewdrop tried to overpower Becky, and it was working. You know, did that big ending ish slam, almost mm-hmm. got the three count, but you know, Becky got up and then um avoided a move. Got dude dropped to the second turnbuckle and did the manhandle slam and boom it was over. <laughs> it was pretty, you know, for what it was, it was it was pretty decent. It was a pretty good match. I ain't gonna um, lie. It was was that match shorter than the Miz and Maurice Beth Phoenix Edge match? No, it was actually longer by thirty seconds. Both of them were <sighs> okay. Because I was gonna say, it 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 was it felt quick, which is good. Yeah. You know, it was it was a good pace match. It ended, I believe, it ended with the right winner. Yeah, like we, like yeah, like Becky needed to win that. Um, yeah, it does. Like for me, it just doesn't help that the build was not there. Yeah, I was. Gonna and well. Dewdrop, to me, from what they've done with her so far since she's been on the main roster on Monday Night Raw. She, they haven't done a great job at building her as a definitive competitor or challenger for one of the 
while or for one of the women's championships. Mm-hmm. That's just a fact. Like Liv Morgan, like yeah, because she got a she got a good enough push. The fans yeah. are behind her. She's over. I can buy into that match. I'm invested in that match. I wasn't really invested in this match, and yeah. that wasn't neither of the women's fault. Once again, yeah. it was just management. It was uh, it. It felt like a filler match, almost like you know who's gonna win. You. It was just more so. How are they gonna get there? Yeah. Which it was, it was, it was, it was a, it was a nice match to watch. Definitely like, worth a watch if you would go back. You know, yeah, solid, solid match. No, no complaints. An yeah, actual no. clean finish. Mm-hmm. So you know, two out of three championship matches didn't get a clean finish. Well, should we move on to the next championship? Yeah, the, next champion, the the Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. Finally, after what twenty two years, Bobby yep. finally got the match that he's wanted since since he came here all those years ago. This is what he came back for. Even how long has he been here? Four years. Did he come back in twenty nineteen? I I think so. I'm not completely sure, but this was he literally in interviews. Said I came back to wrestle Brock. Yeah. So, you know, it, it was nice that that, you know, it was nice that the idea finally happened. Yeah. And uh, the execution got into a typical WWE fashion. Well, um, first off, such like the Rollins and Reigns match, it was, a, it was another solid match. It was going well. It was entertaining. It was basically what I feel like a good majority of people wanted from the match. I was so happy. Like, this, just suplexes, suplexes, spears, spears, suplexes. The hurt like, lock. What you expect from these two. Yep. But then you get the shenanigans with the referee going down because Brock uh, throws Bobby into the referee with the F5. Yeah. So with that, you know something about to happen. And what do yeah, you know? Yeah. Roman Reigns comes out, beats up Brock. Then he asks for Paul Heyman to give him the belt, which Paul Heyman does with like almost no hesitation. No hesitation. And Roman uses the belt on Brock to knock him down again. And then and he then, throws the belt like it ain't nothing. And then, of course, as soon as he leaves, there's a new ref coming down. Exactly. And then Bobby gets the pin. One, two, three. Bobby is a two-time WWE two champion, which, which I got no problem with. I got no problem with Bobby being a two-time WWE champion. Oh, no. I would, I would be much happier if it, he just won straight out. Exactly. but Because he could. I mean, they showed that, like, he could. Mm-hmm. But we got to continue the Brock and Roman storyline. So we have to have this unclean finish. <laughs> we have to have an unclean finish. And not only that, but that leads into... Well, that's going to lead into two matches from now, unfortunately. <laughs> which then leads into... You remember... I think this was two years ago now when I said Brock had headlined WrestleMania five years in a row or something like that as a part-timer. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And like, weren't there back to back Brock versus Goldbergs in there? No, uh, no, there was three. There was like two different Brock versus Roman Reigns matches. Because remember the yeah. first one at 31, yeah, where yeah. Steph Rollins mm-hmm. cashed in. Mm-hmm. Then the second one, which the the fans trashed on, but mm-hmm. Brock won when everybody thought Roman was going to win. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, this is a babyface Roman for those who right. are not too track that we're talking about. But, and then that was also the night where Brock went backstage and chucked the damn belt at Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. He was pissed off about that match. So, <sighs> so this gonna uh, spoilers. This is gonna be three out of seven years then. Roman versus Brock at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is this? Let the me... Cavs versus the Warriors. They think my more definitive analogy is they think this is The Rock and Stone Cold. <laughs> Because they've had three matches at WrestleMania against one another. Yeah. At least that was good. Hold on. While I look up the WrestleMania main events real quick, can you can you Go talk about Edge and Beth versus Miz and Maurice? Yeah. Uh, so this match uh, went on far too long. Uh, they tried to pose Maurice as being almost as good as Beth Phoenix. It was ridiculous. I could, I couldn't, I literally, I couldn't watch because they were, they were minimizing Beth Phoenix so much throughout the entirety of that match. And I, the one thing that I hated the most, so Maurice tags Miz in and then goes up to Beth Phoenix and says, don't touch my wife. Like that's, that's the match. (laughs) That's. That's what you're supposed to do. They're supposed to wrestle each other. So that was dumb. And then the the one positive of this whole match was that they used Beth's move to like both on Maurice and Miz to win the match. And that that was that was really the only positive. It was. It wasn't. It took way too long. It. It wasn't good of a match. And yeah. Not not even mention they could have made this match a little bit shorter and gave some more time to one of the championship matches, like the Roman yeah. versus Miles match. Give that more time or something, but. I don't know. I was fine with it overall because I, I, I have like high expectations for the match anyway. I was just yeah. like, this would be one of those fun matches where the Miz and Maurice lose again because like this is like what the third time they've done a mixed tag match with Miz and Maurice against another power couple in the yeah. WWE, yeah, or at least second time because yeah. the one was Cena and and Nikki Bella at well at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and then the other one was um, Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella. So yeah, that's the third one. Yeah, I think the only I think the only one they've won was against Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella. Sad. 
But yeah, overall, I was fine with the match. But yeah, I agree with you. It could have been a little bit shorter. Yeah. Uh, going back to your uh, uh, your thing about the WrestleMania main events. So, what a minute. Let me see. Okay, yeah, thirty-one Brock versus Roman main event. Uh, thirty-two Roman versus Triple H. Thirty-three Roman versus Undertaker. Thirty-four Brock versus Roman. Mm-hmm. Thirty-five was the women's main event. Mm-hmm. Thirty-six was Brock versus Drew. Uh, and then thirty-seven was Roman versus in that triple threat match with Edge and Daniel Bryan. So, with the exception of a couple of, like at least like three or so main events, each main event since WrestleMania thirty-one, the main event has included either or both Brock Lesnar. And Roman Reigns. So it's going to be seven out of eight have included Roman or Brock, and three out of eight are going to be Roman versus Brock in some form. Yeah, that is crazy. I I like, yo, <laughs> that's that's insane. Not even Stone Cold and The Rock has had some what. That's that's so much. There's so much talent, and and two guys have taken up seven ace of one side of the match, and three ace of both sides, or two out of three sides. Well, and that's including this year because uh, as we move on to the men's Royal Rumble match. <laughs> We had a feeling that after Brock lost his match, he was gonna—he's gonna weasel his way into the the Royal Rumble because this isn't this isn't the first time this has happened, is it? Was that somebody weaseled themselves or not weasel, but entered that the Royal Rumble? Someone lost their belt and then entered the match and then won oh, the no. match. No, twenty uh, twenty nineteen, twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, uh. It was Oscar versus Becky. Becky lost the belt to Oscar, clean. Then later that night, Becky entered the women's one Wumble and won the women's one Wumble to go up against Ronda and Charlotte for the belts. So and yeah, that I was about to bring that up too because that that's the second time that they've done this, and both times and recent memory too. Yeah, recent memory. But before we get into all that, let's just go through the match real quick. Yeah, yeah. First so, classic matchup, AJ versus Shinsuke to start mm-hmm. one and two. Beautiful start, or so we thought. I was excited until I started thinking about their WrestleMania match. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's yep, bad memory. If you think about Wrestle Kingdom... You was going to be highly disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number three was Austin Theory, right? Yep, number three was Austin uh, Theory. Me and another friend who were watching together, we both said, who? As soon as he came. Like, he's he's an up-and-comer, right? Yeah, he's from NXT. He used to be in the, the Way, which was this group that was led by um 
Johnny Gargano and mm-hmm. and his wife in NXT before they left. So he he's an up and cover. He debuted on Raw a couple months ago during mm-hmm. the draft. He but, came out for, with some pretty nice moves, though. I'll give him that. Yeah, he's a, he's a good wrestler. He surprisingly, I look at the top. He lasted twenty two minutes. So mm-hmm. that they gave him plenty of time. Yeah, hopefully he they serious about pushing him at some point. Because mm-hmm, it'd be nice to see some new faces, you know, for that ninth year. <laughs> We've been saying that for years. It'd be nice to have new blood, you know, in these title matches and just on the card in general. But you know I have how a to question be. For you. Go ahead. Is is Finn still at NXT 2.0? Oh, no. He's been on the main roster. Or been back on the main is roster. Is he injured? No. That's the thing. And like, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Because one of the things people was upset about this match, before we continue, one of the things that people was upset about this match is that we did not have Finn Balor and then another person. I can't think of another person. Bizarro. Uh-huh. We did not have these two men in this match. And I didn't think about it until after. And people started talking about it on I Twitter. I just thought about that now. Wow. Keep in mind, such a contest, Jordan. Cesaro had a one-on-one match at WrestleMania last year against mm-hmm. freaking Wallace and won that match. Yeah, I remember. That was a good match, too. He got a title match like about a month or so after that against Roman Reigns for the belt. He lost, obviously, of course. We already Which knew that. But then after that, he he's been nowhere to be seen. He's just been doing whatever. Like I don't even know what to say. That's and then and then Finn Balor, I don't know what they've been doing with him on Raw since he got drafted to Raw because he was on SmackDown when he came back. Wow. <clears throat> but yeah, moving on. Robert Wood, I'm surprised I'm still here. You mean Bob Wood? Whatever his name is, his name is Robert Wood. Uh, Rich Holland, I forgot who he is. I can't even think of him right now. So it's off his name alone. Oh, is that the the Seamus protege or whatever? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, the Seamus protege. He got 19 minutes in the match. Jesus, mm-hmm, he got a lot. Um, Montez Ford, mm-hmm. which team people aren't gonna win, so yeah, didn't really care. Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville, oh my. and Johnny Knoxville beat Sami Zayn's ass for a little bit. Exactly. It, I, I actually like Johnny Knoxville in the match. Like it was fine. Like it was short too, which was mm-hmm. which was good. But um, Johnny Knoxville got eliminated by Sammy. And then Sammy got eliminated by AJ. Mm-hmm. Also, going back to AJ real quick, AJ lasted 29 minutes in the match with six eliminations. That was the most in this match on that night in terms of eliminations. Um, Shinsuke, only, Shinsuke only lasted five minutes before getting eliminated by AJ. Of course. I mean, I don't, bl- I don't blame AJ, but... Uh... <clears throat> Shinsuke needs to, if he wants to keep wrestling, he should leave. But anyways. Yeah. Um, number 10, Angelo Dawkins, another tag team. So we already know. Mm-hmm. 
almost the big dude who can't move around the ring that much in terms of mobility. Um, he entered for four minutes, got three eliminations, and then got tag teamed eliminated by yeah. a whole bunch of dudes because that's what you got to do for big men. Yeah, who are and right in the, the announcers, I just sometimes I wish there wasn't no announcers because they're like, who would have thought he would have got eliminated? Literally, everyone <laughs> who watches. <laughs> like, if you know better, if you even if you're a casual fan, a casual WWE fan, you know that the big man got to get going by heart. Especially get, when they're in the middle of the match. Like, they, he came in, what, 15th? Like, exactly. 11. 11. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, very <clears throat> early. You know he's going to get eliminated pretty quick. He might get those couple eliminations on probably lesser-named talents. Mm-hmm. And then he's gone. Exactly. Come on now. <sighs> Ricochet came in. I'm I just wish. That shit. Oh my god. Don't even get me started. That was so dumb. I mean, I liked his front flip off of uh, Corbin's chest, but then he just gets pushed off the top rope. See ya. By Happy Corbin. <laughs> who 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 came in at 15, so it's in context. But before him, Chad Gable and Dominic Mysterio came in. Um, after Happy Corman and um, Dolph Ziggler came in, I'm surprised he's still here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got yeah. he got eliminated by Rey Mysterio and the other celebrity guest star that we're about to get to. <laughs> Uh, Seamus came in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick Boogs, who's basically Shinsuke's sidekick on SmackDown. Madcap Moss, who's Happy Corbin's sidekick on SmackDown. So we just got a whole bunch of people with sidekicks on SmackDown, right. by the way, Jordan. Riddle, we're going to get to Riddle after I'm mm-hmm. done with this, but Riddle came in at 20. Drew McIntyre came back surprisingly after an injury mm-hmm. at 21. KO, who got that big new nice contract, you know, you know he getting paid. He came in. Rey Mysterio, the cover star of WWE 2K22. Is <laughs> hey, that game actually looks good. Come on now. <laughs> Who's gonna be in the game? It's it's a bunch of nobodies. That's a good question. <laughs> We ain't talking about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be on a different channel. Yep. <laughs> um, Kofi Kingston. We need to stop and talk about him real quick. I'm, oh. sorry. I'm sorry, Kofi, that, you know, your what happened to you is exactly how the rest of the, rest of the night felt. <laughs> <laughs> it basically summed up the entire event. Yeah. So, for context, Kofi Kingston... In the Royal, he's been in multiple Royal Rumble matches since the twenty the 2010s, I want to say. Mm-hmm. So he's been doing this for a long time now. But one of the things he's known for in terms of the Royal Rumble match is his collection of greatest saves 
in which like you thought he get eliminated, but yet he saves himself somehow by not having his feet touch the ground. Like an example is like he pogo stick himself back to the ring on a chair. That was what I watched. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Handstands, uh getting a piggyback ride from Big E, you know, landing so, on so, barricades. So everything. But they tried it again this year. They they tried it off the bat. That's what surprised mm-hmm. me. Yeah, it was right away. And I think that's where they messed up. And like mm-hmm. he's they try to have him Spider Man off of the the barricade, but his both his feet end up touching because of how they did it when he got pushed off the top rope. Yeah. And the, and what's kind of dumb is that they replayed it when they could have just been like, you know what? We ain't going to show no replay. Right. We're just <laughs> going <laughs> to either say he's out or I didn't see nothing. Exactly. <laughs> but no, they showed the replay at both feet clearly touched, so he got eliminated real quick. Yeah, and before we move on, I'm just gonna say this: unless it's Kofi Kingston winning the Royal Rumble, I do not care no more about yeah. this. Yeah, doing these spots, he has done to prove he's right. done enough of these spots to know that he's freaking amazing. He's spectacular. Mm-hmm. Just let him win the Royal Rumble. He's one of the, another person who I think deserves to win the Royal Rumble for yeah, one that's year fair. after his, you know. Um, what they did to him is a travesty. We ain't gonna, uh, I, we gonna be here all night if we go back in the past and talk about <laughs> the travesties that happened. Yeah. But uh, after that, Otis came out. Biggie came out. He was kind of one of my favorites to win the Royal Rumble this year. Number twenty-seven, Bad Bunny. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Bad Buddy got two eliminations in this match. One of them was against Dolph Ziggler. It was a it was a group effort with him and Rey Mysterio. Mm -hmm. And the second one was against Sheamus. Wow. All right, bro. It was nice to see him back, though. Like, we'll, like, we'll, in all seriousness, though, like, he's, he's one of the best celebrity wrestlers to have been on WWE. And, Hasn't like, he been training, though, for a couple of years, too? Yeah, I think he was so. being trained by Drew Gulak, I think it was mm-hmm. said online. But, like, he, obviously, you could tell he's taking it serious with all the moves he's been doing and stuff in the right. ring. So, like, Props to him. And then plus, a side note, after the Royal Woman match backstage, uh, they recorded Rey Mysterio giving his mask to Bad Bunny for, like, a, you know, a congratulations and a sign of respect, you know, for him, mm-hmm. you know, doing his thing. 28. <sighs> Here comes the money. Shane McMahon came back, even though, like Jordan told me before we started recording, he did a match with Kevin Owens in which if he lost, he had to be done with wrestling, I think, in WWE. Mm -hmm. 
And yet here he is eliminating Kevin Owens from the match. And at the time of this recording, it's being reported right now that Shane Man got let go by WWE. So I don't know what how, the heck is the point was this. I'm, I'm so, how's that even work? I mean, he's kind of, he kind of uh, is the son of the owner. Man, I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> I can't even answer so, that. How's that work? Like, is that just saying, oh, he's done wrestling? Well, he was supposed to be done wrestling already. Well, I don't, I don't remember if he had, like, a, an executive position like his sister Stephanie or Trace have, you know, in WWE. I don't know if he still had that position. Right. So, like, I, I don't know. Don't ask me. But, yeah, Shane McMahon was in the match. 29 was Randy Orton. I didn't realize this until somebody said something, but like they was in he, he was a home crowd favorite because that was his home area and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I would have been fine with Randy winning the match because as the announcers pointed out to everybody, if Randy won this match this year, that would have been his third Royal Woman victory and would have put him in an elite class with Stone Cold as the only people to win three in their career. I'm fine with Randy winning three. I think he's done enough in his career to earn that honor. You know? Oh, yeah. I'm fine with that. Especially your hometown crowd. You, They would have went crazy if you won it. They would have went crazy if you won it. That would have been a historic moment. But no. Mm-hmm. Because number 30 crushed all those dreams in two minutes and 32 seconds. <laughs> That's how long it took for the rest of the match to go. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because number 30 was Brock Lesnar. And then, yeah, he just ended up winning. It wasn't even no tension. At least the women's one had the stare down between Charlotte and uh, Ronda. This was a straight mayhem. Like, once Brock came out, you knew it was over, and you knew he was just going to chuck everybody out the ring. He chucked. Riddle out the ring with ease. Yep. Uh, let me look and see who else he limited. Bad Bunny said this was threw himself over the rope, but he got eliminated by Brock. Shane McMahon got eliminated by Brock. Randy got eliminated by Brock. And then Drew. And then Drew. It was a rematch from last. Was that last year? No, it was a rematch from two years two ago. Years ago. Yeah. yeah. Except. With the opposite coming out on. Mm-hmm. So Brock got his revenge against Drew in that regard. And Brock is a two-time Royal Rumble winner. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he lost his belt early in the day. And he already announced at the time of this corner wall after Royal Rumble already happened. So he already announced that he's going to WrestleMania against the tribal chief, the head of the table, and their third out of eight years facing each other at WrestleMania. Roman Reigns, and we close the night with Brock Lesnar pointing to the sign. Yep. What a night! 
one of the worst Royal Rumbles I've ever experienced in my life. And we've seen we've seen some shenanigans over the years in Royal Rumbles. This only time will tell, and who knows? They might run up themselves in the future. I already know they're going to run up themselves in the future, dude. With this. It just feels inevitable at this point. That they're going to do something worse. Yeah. Yeah. The current state, they're, they're just... There's just too much to believe that that's not going to happen. And it's not like every Roy woman has been doo-doo. Like, we've had good Roy Womans in the past five or, or six years. You know, like, we've had the one where uh, Shinsuke and Asuka won it. We ain't going <laughs> to talk about what happened afterwards. Afterwards, but yeah. in the moment, it was awesome. We also had... Um, um, Bianca win it the year when she won it. That was cool, you know. Like we've had great moments over the years. We're not saying that they that everything's been doo doo, but they've had some really goofy Roman moments. Like we we can just go to the one where Roman Reigns went in as champion. Oh, for the title. Yeah, but the title on the line, like. But. Yeah, I think this one might take the cake for this one for now. Um, yeah. Overall, before we get to the aftermath and and stuff, like, how you feel about this event overall? Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few bright spots, but all in all, I wasn't too uh, sports entertained. And this was your first, like, WWE event watching back. Since, oh God, since two, like, actually watching since, oh God, since, what, two years ago? Uh, Yeah. Like, whenever it was, what was it? Like I said, when the Fiend, they finally, when they finally killed the Fiend character. So, yeah, two years ago, because I don't think you watched the WrestleMania of 2020. And then I know for sure you didn't watch last year's WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Even though that one was good, like I would suggest watching at least the Roman. You know, I follow along, but that's about it. Yeah, but yeah, I <laughs> as somebody who's been following him for over a year now, after taking a break, after taking a hiatus from them, mm-hmm. almost two years, almost. Um. I was I was I was entertained. Like I said, I was watching with my dad, so like you know, I I, I always find right. You, you, know, you have fun surrounding. It. Yeah, but like when you after the event is done and you start letting stuff sink in and ponder mm-hmm. about the future and all that, yeah, I was not thoroughly satisfied because here's the thing: why everybody gets aside for the war one more every year. More so than like you could say a SummerSlam or a Survivor Series, is because this is the start of the road to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. This is where it all begins. This is how you start your storylines, set up the feuds, set up the main events, the title main events at WrestleMania. From here, and the fact that they wasted two Warrior Woman spots 
on technically you could say two part timers, even though Brock, I feel like he's kind of he's been kind of like a little bit full time ish mm-hmm. recently. I feel like, but still, I would consider him a part timer. Mm-hmm. But essentially, you had two people you did not need winning the match, their matches, in order to set up their respective feuds. Because if these two are so big, they should be above the match, the Warrior Woman match, like needing to win a Warrior Woman match to get a title shot. Brock Brock and Roman can face each other at WrestleMania just based on him losing the match earlier. He does not need... He didn't need to win the Royal Rumble because they've been setting up Roman versus Brock since Paul Heyman went to Roman originally. Yeah, and Brock he doesn't came need back to win because Roman just beat his ass and made him lose his belt. That's the story. That's the setup. That's all you need, really. Right. So then, whoever should have won the belt could have went after Bobby's. Now they need to set up a whole different story outside of, you know, I'm the Royal Rumble winner. Because another thing to factor in also is that day one was the first pay-per-view of this year. They had that earlier in January before the Royal Rumble. Um, They were supposed to do Brock versus Roman there, but oh. sadly... Roman got uh, tested positive for COVID, so mm-hmm. at the last minute, they had to put Brock in the Fate of Foray match for Big E's, then WWE title. Mm-hmm. And they, for some reason, they decided, oh, let's just give it to Brock. And then set up Brock versus Go ahead. If we're going into it, now, they put Brock in the Elimination Chamber match, which is going to be for Bobby's title. So... And he's just asked for it. That's where they're going with the story. It's not setting up someone for Bobby. They're just going to have Bobby drop, probably, to Brock. And then they're going to have champion versus champion at WrestleMania. And that's just so lazy. He didn't, he didn't need to, he didn't need, he didn't need both of those things. And like that proves our point, too, that he did not need to win the William Rumble. On Raw this past week, all he did was go on Raw trying to challenge Bobby for the belt and rematch. But obviously, Bobby, Bobby and MVP, they declined. But then he asked, uh, um, I can't think of his name right now, but basically the dude in charge of management, he asked him, Adam Pierce, that's his name. He asked Adam Pierce to put him in the Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Championship, and Adam Pierce did. On the spot. Keep in mind, other people who's also in this match, including AJ Styles and Steph Rollins. Well, Steph Rollins is the only exception. But other people in this match, they had to go in a number one contendership match Mm -hmm. to get into that match. And on top of that, if, say, if Bobby does win, then they really have to start setting up a story for WrestleMania because what wins Elimination Chamber? This month, February. Okay, okay. But still, WrestleMania's when? April? April, and there's no pay-per-view schedule in between Elimination Chamber and WrestleMania. If Bobby wins, they have 
instead of three months, they now have two months to set up, or not even, maybe a month and a half to set up a feud for him. So I think, I mean, going into Elimination Chamber, I don't even know if there's, if it's worth the watch. I'm going to watch this still because yeah, I, I mean, it. I'll, I'll keep track, but it just feels like they're going to have a champion versus champion going forward. It sucks. It's sad. Because another thing that was being reported or alleged, like, it was allegedly um, reported that um, one of the original plans for the Warren Woman this year on the men's side was to have Matt Riddle win it. Mm-hmm. That would have been much better than what we got. But the full spectrum of that report, obviously, we don't know if it's true or not. This is a speculation and stuff and whatever. But what they was going to do was have Matt Whittle versus Randy Orton for the belt at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense because they, they would have been a tag team for a while now and stuff. And we all know that, you know, you put these people together for a tag team, find success, start losing success, and now mm-hmm. they beefing. So, like, that makes sense. And plus, I can see those two putting on a solid match mm-hmm. if given a chance, especially with the belt on the line. I just don't know how they could have put the belt on Randy before then. Oh, right, or, or no, they could have done it at Elimination Chamber. So Yeah, like have Big E drop it to Randy if they didn't have the Woman Reigns uh, situation. Mm-hmm. Like, they could have done that, which I would have been – Iffy about, but at the same time, we are given another new, fresher face opportunity as well, you know. Right. But it's well, I'll bring up the elimination chamber page real quick. Um, how do you feel though about Charlotte versus Ronda at WrestleMania? Ronda needs to get some matches under her belt before then because she looked rusty. So hopefully they'll mm-hmm. just throw her some throw her some early bones and then like maybe a month beforehand have her beat like some bigger names and put on some solid matches because right now that match is it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. I didn't watch it, but like some some people was also saying that like her promo on wall show that she still don't know how to talk on the mic, mm-hmm. like cut a promo and stuff, which I'm not surprised with. If that and what were we saying she should have got Paul Heyman? Like, that would have been such a good <clears throat> thing a couple of years ago. Yeah, we were saying that for a while when just during her first run. Give her a spokesperson. She doesn't need to talk. She, she's already proven that she can. she's the baddest woman on the planet, you know, at least in the past. But yeah. that's the moniker. She doesn't need to talk. Don't put her on a mic. Just let her let her dominate a few people and then put on some solid matches. And then we'll be fine. How 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 does Santa Blazer have a better mic game than Ronda Rousey? She's been practicing. Exactly. <laughs> and she can wrestle too, so there's mm-hmm. that. 
I'm not really excited for this match. I was I was more looking forward to Ronda versus Becky finally happening mm-hmm. at WrestleMania. Um, but it looks like, from what I've been reading, it looks like they might be planning on just having Ronda versus Charlotte this year at WrestleMania. Then next year, it's going to be Becky versus Ronda in oh, California. Geez. And time will tell if it's going to be for one of the belts or not by right. the time we get to that WrestleMania. But I'm not really looking forward to the match. I don't even know who's going to win that match. Uh, that's, yeah, really. It's hard to tell right now. It's just, you got to see if Ronda's heart is here. If Yeah. Because, like, I don't know if she wants to do, like, another, like, semi full time run again like she did her first time around because mm-hmm. at least then like she did like she was full time when she did yeah which I respect because if but, they're like, just like I said if they're just they need to give her some matches between now and then she can't just go like she can't just between now and WrestleMania just be on the mic and that's it yeah especially with her mic game ain't that strong yeah, she she needs to wrestle a little bit between now and then. But like, who knows how that match gonna go? Because like, also there's been some backstage heat with Charlotte. I don't know if that's if the if it seems like that might play. Is. Nah, this one was kind of different because you know it's it's a long story. But like, it, this one was kind of different. Like, trust me. Mm-hmm. Cause even Becky Lynch, she she got fed up with Charlotte, and that's not good. Oof. <clears throat> that's why their match that Survivor Series was so intense and stuff. Mm-hmm. <sighs> there's, there's a lot of build still to happen, a lot to go on between now and then. And they still got two nights to fill. And they have. A lot of hours to fill <laughs> with so little content. It's about to be filler matches again, like that was yep. man. I don't want to sit through a solid match and then go through like three filler matches or matches mm-hmm. I don't care about, and then sleep, and then wait and for then, the next day to matches. I've... It's just a quick side note. I. I did want to go to a WrestleMania in my lifetime, but the way it's set up right now, I don't know if I want to anymore. Yeah, it's a, it's a, you have to pick a day now. <laughs> but that was the Royal Rumble. And yeah. the consequences of the Royal Rumble going forward for the WWE. Oh, yeah, and one more match just to add before we end it. At Eliminations Chamber right now, it's also Becky versus Lita for the belt. Yeah, and uh, there's no really motion for that going forward either, is there? It's a dream match. (laughs) And we haven't even really, we haven't, I mean, because Royal Rumble doesn't really care about these things. Who knows what they're doing with the IC belt, the US belt, the tag belts. 
they haven't really done anything with both the IC and the U.S. belts in a long time. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah, so th- th- really, it's it's sad the way WWE has been going, and they are unfortunately just added on to that with the Royal Rumble this year. And to put more salt in the wound, Lanesha Chambers in Saudi Arabia. And on that note... <laughs> Thanks for watching and watching. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Multiversatile Sports. That was uh, 2022's WWE Royal Rumble.